to the Unbox Your Gift podcast. I'm your host, Rita Joyan, and in this podcast series, what we want to cover is what is your passion? What's that thing that lights you up? What's that passion, that gift, that skill, the talent that uniquely belongs to you? And once found out, once you unravel it, unearth it, once you deliver it, completely transforms your level of courage, your confidence, and your ability to contribute way beyond yourself. And so here at Unbox Your Gift, I want to show you exactly how do you find that thing called your passion. Is passion something that's only written in books, non-fiction books, and it's something to have your head in the clouds about? Or is it something real? Is a dream job a real deal? But even if it is, how do you go about finding it? Because you probably find yourself in one of two camps. Number one, you may not know what your passion is. You're probably wrecking your brain going, I don't know what I'm good at. I don't know what lights me up. If that's you, no problem. We've got you covered. Or you might be in a position where I'm not sure which what, which way to go. I'm not sure what my passion is. I mean, I could go A or I could go path B. And either way, I'm confused. I'm not sure which path to take because I don't want to take the wrong one. If you're living in either of these two camps, we've got you covered. Because Unbox Your Gift is exactly that. How to unbox the gift that you have. And the gift is your passion. The gift is that which you uniquely bring to your family, to your community, and to a greater good. So what we're going to do is look at how do you find your passion? And then once we look at how you find this thing called your passion, that thing which you are uniquely born to do, well, how does it actually get delivered into the world? How do you actually execute on it? How do you deliver it? And therefore, we're going to bring people on for you that have traveled the path that you're about to take or you're about to accelerate on the path that you are so that you can see from other people how they've actually gone about creating a world, a income, a lifestyle, a profession that speaks to their passion. And so if you've ever wondered what it would feel like to do something that you love but you just don't know what that love is, we're totally going to have you covered. So let's begin. Number one, how do you find your passion? Passion is something very, very unique. It's different for every individual. So unlike a career counsellor, a traditional career counsellor or a guidance counsellor or someone in human resources or your parents or your teachers who might tell you, I think you should go and become a project manager or a doctor or an engineer or a town planner. That's what predominantly or traditionally career counsellors or guidance counsellors do. They tell you what career you should endeavour to really investigate and take a hold of. Not how you're going to find it here. What we want to do here is give you the tools so that you can find out for yourself. Because as you change, as you grow further, faster, forward, as you evolve as a person, so too will your passion. And when you have the tools of how to recognize how to find your passion as you're changing in life, then you never have to rely on someone else to kind of guide you or tell you, or what if that person is just not around anymore? 
right? What if you don't have access to the internet? You can't access the podcast, right? So it's going to be a bit of a dud. So what I want to do is give you the tools so that at any point in life, whether it's for yourself, for your children, for your nieces, for your nephews, for your husband, for your wife, for your manager, for an aunt, for a parent, you've got the tools to understand how to find your passion and then how to identify it in someone else's. So the first thing I want you to do, now this is a, a, a seven-step process that I'm going to show you how to do it, but let's take it in bite-sized pieces. The first step you want to do is identify what did you do as a kid? What did you do when there was no conditioning around you? Like left to your own devices, what did you end up doing that you enjoyed? Did you play with dolls? Did you play with the pet dog? Did you play with the neighbors? Did you read a book? Did you create model airplanes? What did you do as a kid that you enjoyed? And then next to that, I want you to write down, why did you enjoy that? Why did you enjoy that those particular activities as a kid? Now, it's really important that you do this particular one because you're trying to find out what are your triggers when time is not an issue, when money is not an issue. Have you heard of the, uh, the saying, time flies when you're having fun? Well, as a kid, you did things and time flew. When you enjoyed things, time flew for you. So what we're trying to get in this exercise is to identify the activities, the emotions that you had that would have time fly for you, that you innately enjoyed. So I want you to pick a top three. Top three things that, that you did as a kid that you enjoyed doing, and next to it, write why. Why did you enjoy doing those activities? And when you're asking the question why, don't leave it as a general because I enjoyed it, because I liked it, because it was good. I liked it. I enjoyed it. It was good. They're all general descriptions. You can't measure good. What's good to me is different in terms of the, the ranking or the rating of good to you. If I say this ice cream tastes good, well, what does that mean? Does it mean it's it's sweet, it's cold, Does I can taste more strawberry in the What does that mean? You can't measure good, right? Just like you can't measure enjoyment, it's, it's subjective. So I want you to get really specific when you're asking the question why and really narrow down as to why you enjoy it. So if you say, for example, I enjoy playing with the family pet dog, why did, why did I enjoy playing with the family dog? Because it might come to you because it was fun. Why was it fun? Well, it was fun because uh, Fredo, the dog, our pet dog, family dog, Fredo, uh, would jump on me. He would make, Fredo would make me laugh. I would teach Fredo tricks. Fredo would be my, can you see what I'm doing? I'm trying to get specific as to why I would enjoy the time with the pet dog, <laughs> who I have fondly called Fredo. So the goal here is to get really, really narrow down as the specificity as to why. Okay, why did you engage in those activities as a kid? Secondly, once you've done that, I want you to think of your hobbies, skills, and talents. What kind of hobbies, skills, and talents do you enjoy doing currently, right now, when you're not on the job? What do you enjoy doing? And why do you enjoy doing those things? So pick three things. 
You can pick any skill, any talent, any hobby that you enjoy doing. And don't kind of get cramped up with, um, well, maybe no one's ever praised me about singing, so maybe I'm not very good as a singer. Talent is not something that someone has complimented you on or praised you about. Talent is something that you feel that you have whether someone else notices it or not. Truly, if you look at any invention of that has really turned the world around, such as electricity or airplanes or the telephone, I mean, I'm recording this from a phone. All of this, these inventions, no one had the talent for it. They just had to find the, what is it, the know-how, the persistence to get to it. So don't wait for someone to have said to you you are good at something. Just do you feel you have a knack for it? So don't be swayed or biased towards this word called talent. I'm just using it loosely because it's a word that's culturally culturally used, okay? So hobbies, skills, and talents, top three that you enjoy doing and why. Remember, specificity rules. Don't do anything general. Don't give any general reasons like I liked it because um, it made me happy. It makes me happy. No, that happy... I like it. It's too general. You can't measure that. But because, remember the example before? Uh, I could teach Fredo tricks is specific, right? You actually, you can measure that. You can have an understanding of what's going on and why you enjoyed it. Okay. So we did step one, what you enjoy doing as a kid. Step two, people and professions. And step three of working out what your passion is, is what I call people and professions. So who do you aspire to have a contribution like? Who do you aspire to have a contribution like? It can be any person, alive, dead, in history, that you know of. It can be someone that is famous or not. Makes no difference. And if you can't think of a particular person, I'd like you to pick at least three, but if you can't pick them, then pick an industry. So you can have a mixture of people and industry, or you can just have industries, three industries or three people or a mixture of both. But you don't want more than three, okay? So what I want you to do is think about, well, what person has done something that I would think, wow, I'd love to do something like that? Because at this part, we're looking at your heartstrings. We're looking at your contribution. Because every time that I've ever taught someone how to find their passion, every human being, all they want to do is do something that matters. Any person just wants to help people. Most people want to help other people. And to, to, to do work that makes a contribution beyond themselves. Because that's where the real enjoyment is. Right to know that your work is in some way, shape, or form creating an impact, a lasting impact on something, someone, somehow creating a legacy. And so it's really important to look at what contribution do you want to have. And the reason why I'm asking you to look at either people or an industry is so that your mind can start thinking about what has happened, what has inspired you, because this is the inspirational pull. And that's really important for your mind to engage with that. So 
Who do I aspire to have a contribution like? And so you want to write down, is it someone like a Mother Teresa? Is it a Gandhi? Is it your grandmother? Is it your cousin? Is it your Aunt Frances? Is it, um, is it your brother Ali? Whatever it might be, who do you want or what kind of contribution do you want to make? So three of those, either industries, industries, let me give you some examples of industries. Uh, the environment, the business, uh, textiles and design, uh, the, what other industries can we make? Car industry, phone industry, any, can you see what I'm, the kind of industry I'm talking about? So industry is anything that you'd like to have a contribution like, right? So the techno, technology industry, like is that somewhere that you want to have a contribution in? That's what you're looking for. So once you've got three down, your reasons why. Have I said that enough times? I'm sure I have. Because that's why it's so important, people. Your reasons why are really important. It, the what doesn't matter. What matters is your emotional triggers. Because your passion is not something that you find outside yourself. So, for example, you've gone to school. You've probably gone to university or college. And throughout your whole 13, 15, 16 years of being schooled, because I believe there's a difference between being schooled and being educated, but more about that in another episode. But for 15, 16 years, inclusive of college or university or community college, you have gone to school and you've always relied outside yourself to warrant your decisions, like tests, like exams, like a teacher's approval of something. Right, how well you've done out everything, every decision you've made based on your career or the work or the jobs that you've ended up in has been based on an external force. And what I'm trying to do is something very counterintuitive because some, someone might be listening to this right now thinking, I don't know why, this sounds really weird to do it. And it sounds weird because you've never done it before. You've always had to look outside yourself. And what I've asked you to do in these three exercises is look within yourself what inspires you, what lifts you, what lights you up versus looking outside yourself, who you want to have a contribution like, what are the things that have happened around you that have inspired you through those contributions that you want to have a, an impact like that, Your who you were as a child, what you enjoyed, your, all that kind of stuff adds. So if you do these exercises, you will see that there's going to be a pattern emerging. And what I want you to do is look at the why columns, all the reasons why you did certain things as a kid, all the reasons why you engage in the hobby skills and talents that you do, and all the reasons why you've picked those three people in the professions and people in professions category, all right? So I want you to take a look at those, all those columns of why, the reasons, and you will see that there are certain words that are emerging. Words, triggers, habits, patterns, emotions, and all that is playing out into a story. And the story is, now I can't see your reasons, I can't see what they are, what you've written down, but what you will see is that now that I've done this uh, quite a number of years now, you'll see that there is a pattern emerging. What I want you to do is I want you to look at those reasons and find out, put into categories, what are the top three reasons that have motivated me throughout my whole life? What has moved me? What has actually gotten, what are the patterns of words? 
And if you'd like to learn more about this specifically, then my invitation is to, if there's a, a free um, training that I've done on this on unboxyourgift.com. If you go to www.unboxyourgift, that's Y-O-U-R-G-I-F-T, unboxyourgift.com. And there you'll find uh, a training, a video training on all of this that will step you through it. So by my all means, go ahead and download that. But what I've just shared with you right now, if you do what I've just shared with you, you'll be able to find out the emotional triggers that really speak to what drives you, inspires you, and moves you towards your passion. Okay. So I want to leave you with that, guys. This has been our first episode, and I wanted to just pull that up and to show you the defining factors that give rise to that thing that lights you up. In our second episode, I want to take in step two, I want to take, well, not step two, but the second episode, I want to take you across, well, now that you have the story, the emotions, the patterns, the words, the triggers that build up to your story, how then now, how do you now change or create that into a profession? How do you take this passion and put it into a profession? We're going to cover that in episode two. Now, before I leave, guys, if you have any questions, there's no such thing as a stupid question right? <laughs> no, that's a stupid question. My Italian accent comes out. I'm not even Italian. Any questions at all, please do. There is a link, there is a button on this uh, software that you're listening to, to send me your question either through a voice message or through actually emailing it to me. But by all means, please send me your questions. I would love to answer them and to help you out, even if it's individual to you about, well, how do I do this? Well, how do I do that? Or what your particular situation is, send them to me because this is a platform where your questions can be answered and that you could accelerate yourself further faster and turn your passion, find it first, and create it into a profession. So uh, please email me your questions, anything that you have on your mind that you'd like answered, and I look forward to seeing you in episode two. Have a beautiful day. Thank you.